Hey, morning, everyone. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. Great. Great. Good morning, everyone. I think we need to turn on the lights, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. <laughs> hey, morning. And today's topic is called Pursue Your Dream. You know, I grew up in China. And I came to New Zealand 21 years ago. When I first came to a Western society like New Zealand, it was very noble for me to hear people talking about dreams because in my culture, we, we don't talk about dreams at all. Because for Chinese people, it's all about being a practical, realistic, and pragmatic. We just want things to work now. And um, that's why all the Chinese takeaways taste exactly the same. Because we, we don't have any interest to be innovative, you know, creative. Why bother creating new flavors or tastes, right? Since people are buying it, eating it, let's just keep doing the same thing all the time. We just want things to work. And that's why we copy each other's menus. We copy each other's flavors, even the business names. All the Chinese taste takeaways all sound like golden horse, flying horse, white horse, right? If you are in China, you see no horse at all. I only saw one horse once in the zoo. But we named our business with the word horse. Why? Because you like it. Kiwis loves horse. So if you like it, we put it above our front door. We just want things to work. Flying horse. We don't even know it's a unicorn. What? We don't care. Now here's the thing. When you see a unicorn, you see fantasy. When we see a unicorn, we see the function. It's a flying horse. Right? We just want things to work. And when I was studying in Waikato University, during one of the uh, a lecture, I fell asleep. Okay? But here's the good news. I didn't miss too much of the lecture because I didn't even understand what the lecturer said even when I was awake. So after I woke up and uh, the classmate sat next to me, started talking to me. He was a Kiwi student. He asked, he, he asked me, hey, hey, mate, this paper is pretty boring, eh? I said, no, no, no. Every paper is boring in this place. Okay? He said, well, so you, you don't like what you paid for at all? I said, well, I, I didn't. I don't have too many choices because my immigration agent told my parents this qualification will help me find a job quickly. That's why I started. He said, ah, hey, I've heard that all the Chinese students are supported by their parents. But you can only choose what your parents want. You don't have dreams. You live your parents' dreams. Is it true? I said, what? Who told you this? I live my parents' dreams. This is totally untrue. My parents don't have dreams either. <laughs> dreams are something reserved for wisdom people. It's not for us. But today I want to tell you, it's totally untrue that pursuing my dream is not for me. 
because of my background. Pursuing my dream is not for me because of the place I'm from, because of the little town I'm from, because of the family I grew up. It's totally untrue. The truth is, we are all created in the image of God with a unique purpose and potential. I believe we are all called to pursue our dreams. When I'm talking about dreams, I'm talking about those deep aspirations and long-term goals that God has placed in our heart. In Philippians 2, verse 30, the Apostle Paul says this, For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill His good purpose. God gave us dreams to inspire us and lead us towards fulfilling His purpose for our lives. But life can be busy. Sometimes we find ourselves just um, getting through, going through the motions without considering the bigger picture. Today, I want to encourage you to take a pause and think this question. What am I doing with my life? What am I doing with my life? Is it drawing, uh, drawing me closer to my dream? Or am I drifting away from it? If you are unsure about this question or the answer, this sermon is for you. Imagine you are driving a car. Suddenly, you realize you don't know where you are going. It's time to pull over, check the map, and make sure you are heading in the right direction. That's what today's sermon is all about. Helping you find the right direction to pursue your dream. Matthew 7, verses 7 to 8. Jesus says, Ask, and you will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. The one who seeks, finds. And to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. Jesus is encouraging us to actively pursue truth and guidance by building a relationship with God. It's not about just waiting around. It's about making an effort to connect with Him, to seek Him, to ask Him, to knock on His door. So if you want to pursue your dream in the right direction, here is the first step. Don't chase desires. Chase Jesus. Don't chase desires. Chase Jesus. Sometimes we get caught up in chasing after our own desires. But Jesus reminds us that to seek Him first, ask Him first, knock on His door first, and then you will find what you are seeking and receive what you are asking for. So it's about aligning our dreams with God's will, and then everything will fall into place. After graduating from Waikato, I was all about finding a good job. There's nothing wrong with that, right? So I followed my desire and I saw the potential in the building industry. I remember knocking on one of the developer's doors and asking for an opportunity to work for him. He agreed. He opened the door for me. You know, so back day, I was on construction, I was on the building side. By night, I was at Unitech studying construction management. So a few years later, 
I had my construction qualification, builder's license, site manager's license. <laughs> I was quite proud, uh, proud of, about myself because oh, I had chased my desire all the way. It's all about my choice. It's all about my hard work. It's all me. But you know, whenever I found myself alone in one of those quiet moments, my inner voice began to ask me the same persistent question. What am I doing with my life? Why did this question keep bothering me? Well, to be honest, I always felt I was doing somebody else's job. This feeling was so weird, but it just wouldn't go away. I knew I was not in the right direction, but I didn't want to admit it. I still remember the day I attended my first master builders meeting to receive my membership in their office in Albany. It was meant to be a day of celebration, a milestone in my career. But when I was sitting in their office, I couldn't help but thinking, and what am I doing here? Do I really belong here? You know, I feel like a female cleaner tidying up in the main uh, changing room in the gym. I know I don't believe belong here. All I want is just finish it as quickly as I can and get out of here as soon as possible. It's a weird feeling in my heart. So friends, following our desires may seem reasonable and good. But the fact is, we end up knocking on the wrong door. When the developer opened a door for me, offered me an opportunity to work, I appreciated. it. But the true door, the real door, I should knock first is the door leading to Jesus. Because He is the one who holds the keys to our true fulfillment and purpose. You know, one night I was laying on my bed in complete silence. And, and this inner voice began to talk to me again by asking me the same question, what on earth am I doing with my life? I was not a Christian back then, but I, um, during my times in Waikato, I visited a church, uh, attended their Bible study once. So I heard about Jesus and how God created this world and everyone with a unique purpose. So I asked, well, if everyone is created with a purpose, what is my purpose? It, it was like a flash in my mind. A vivid picture of my childhood came into my mind. It was me speaking in front of people. And let me show you a photo I took in the early 90s. So that little man was me, and um, you know, I, was, um, I was representing my city in the inter, interprovincial uh, public speaking competition held in Shanghai in 1990. So what's this photo um, is from? Let me give you some information about the context. China is a country with uh, probably hundreds of dialects. So people can barely understand each other. 
So in the 90s, uh, in the 80s, and government make a great effort to promote Mandarin speaking. So there are a lot of public speaking competitions going on to encourage students learning Mandarin. So my school teacher picked me to participate because my Mandarin speaking was better than most of the kids in my school. How good is my Mandarin speaking? Well, even my English speaking sounds like a Mandarin. That's how good I'm at it. Okay, so I started participating in this kind of competition when I was six years old. And then I kept doing that for almost 10 years. But being a kid, I didn't enjoy that. All I want was to play and have fun. So when my classmates went to play, I had to go to my teacher's office practicing my speech. I hated it. And competitions are hard work and stressful. I didn't like it. I didn't enjoy it. It was never my desire. But now I know it was God's will. Looking back now, I see that God had been setting me up and getting me ready for what I'm doing now. But the thing is, we, we might not always understand it right away. Perhaps you find yourself in a job or in, experience something you never desire, and you wonder, where is God in all of this? Because we don't always see the bigger picture, and we don't always understand how everything fits together. That's when chasing after Jesus comes in. Proverbs 16, verse 3 says, Commit to the Lord whatever you do, and He will establish your plans. However, the common mistakes we all make is that we give God our plans, and then we ask God, God, can you please commit to my plans and make them happen to me, for me? No. We should let God establish our plan. And we commit ourselves to whatever the task is in front of us. And then God will lead us down the right track. So chase Jesus. Don't chase desires. My second thought for you today is don't follow the crowd. Follow the calling of God. Don't follow the crowd. Follow the calling of God. Matthew 7 Verses 13 to 14, Jesus says this, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it. But small is the gate and narrow is the road that leads to life. And only a few find it. It's easy for us to get caught up in what everyone else is doing. But here's the thing. God got a special plan just for you. It may not be the most popular path. It may not make sense to others. Why? Because we are called to pursue a higher purpose and dreams that go beyond the imagination of average people. So no matter whether your calling is in the ministry or at your workplace, follow it. Follow it. Follow the calling of God, not the crowd. When I was feeling so lost, 
and unsure about my future. I started seeking the spiritual guidance. I was not Christian. So, in my culture, you know, most of the people, they turn to Buddha, turn to the Buddha for answers. So, without thinking twice, I followed the crowd. I went to a Buddhist temple in Greenland. And I still remember it was a rainy day. And I, as I was uh, burning the incense, you know, praying to the Buddha, I felt water was dripping from the ceiling. And the roof was leaking and forming uh, puddles right next to me. And I was thinking, wow, I'm here seeking for help, but it looks like a Buddha himself needs some help. So I said, okay, let me help you. So I went to one of the monks in the temple. I, I told him, hey, did you notice there is a big leak on the roof? It's quite serious. Do you want to do something about it? He didn't even look at me. He didn't even care, like nothing happened. I thought to myself, man, let's get out of here. <laughs> I, I cannot find hope in this place. So that night, an urge stirred me inside me and telling me, I should go to a church. I need to go to a church. Because I still remember the people in the church were talking about God created me for a purpose when I was in Waikato. So I need to go to a church. Oh, it would be so great if somebody can invite me to a church. The problem is I didn't have any Christian friends in my life. However, just a few days later, a Christian came into my life and invited me to his church. He texted me the address of his church, 74 Cook Street, Auckland City, Elim Christian Center. So that was 12 years ago. But that's not all. Before I even attended my first Sunday service, um, that Christian friend invited me to, a, to an evangelistic evangelistic event in Howick, led by a very famous Chinese preacher from the United States. So I went there. The message was so powerful. It, it helped me to know God and the gospel like never before. But what was most miraculous about that day wasn't just the message. As I stood at the very back of the auditorium, looking at the preacher, there is an overwhelming force in deep inside of me pulled me toward the pulpit. And that was the first time in my life that I had this unwavering conviction about who I am and where my future is heading. That was the first time, first time I can finally connect all the doors. It's like all the pieces of my life finally fall into places. Why I was trained to be a speaker as a little kid. Why I always felt I was doing somebody else's job. Why my inner voice kept asking me the same question about my life again and again. You know, at that moment, the inner voice began to talk to me again, not asking me the question anymore, but telling me the answer for the first time, you are going to be a preacher. 
And that moment, I thought, wow, I never, I never had this conviction before. And that was the 23rd of September, 2011. Since then, my life went straight like an arrow, and my conviction had never wavered. Our worship team, please come up. You know, 12 years ago, during the evangelistic event, God placed the dream of being a preacher in my heart. But today I can say that God has replaced this initial dream with something bigger than myself. It's not just about my personal growth anymore. It's not just about who I am anymore. And there is a young man in our church, Fraser. A few years ago, he started an incredible project called 10,000 Dreams. He started recording the dreams of all kinds of people all around the world. So far, he has collected more than 1,800 dreams. They are all displayed in his Instagram account. So, um, a few months ago, out of blue, he asked me to share my dream in my office. So here's the video clip I would like to share with you for the first time. But before you watch it, let me clarify it. It's my dream. It's very personal. So it's not our church's mission statement or vision statement, okay? It is my personal dream. So please watch that screen. All right, Shane, what's your dream? <laughs> My dream is to build a community um, where people from different backgrounds, they are willing to listen to one another, to acknowledge different opinions. Not necessarily to agree on everything, but we are willing to um, take one step forward to find a common ground, mm -hmm. to be driven by higher purpose, to build a loving community with our God-given talents. That is my dream. And I am working on it now. Amazing, right? Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. There we go. Thank you so much, Shane. Do, do you think it works? That's it. It's oh, perfect. thank you. It's thank you. Absolutely perfect. Right? Thank you so much, man. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah. Great walking there. <laughs> 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 so let me just take this. So, so obviously, my dream is not just about who I am anymore. It's about building a community. That is my dream. Building a community with God's people. And at Ealing Christian Center, I truly believe God is calling all of us to build a community where all nations, cultures, and peoples support and uplift one another, united in worshiping the same God and following the same vision. So when my dream, my personal dream, aligns with God's bigger picture for our community, I know I'm pursuing it in the right direction. So don't chase desires, my friends, because you will never find true contentment in that direction. Don't follow the crowd, because you will never find your unique purpose through the broad way. Pursue your dream through the narrow gate by chasing after Jesus and following the calling of God. God bless you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you. Thank you for all the dreams you have placed 
in everyone's heart. Lord, I pray for those dreams, my Lord, because I know when the dreams are come from you, and when they come true, we will all benefit from them. It seems like an individual ambition. It seems like an individual aspiration. But I know, Lord, I know every dream is a part of your bigger plan, bigger picture of your whole creation. Thank you, Lord. I just pray that please renew our minds. Continue to renew our minds and help us see, my, see ourselves from your perspective. Keep us close to you and lead us down the right path so that one day we will understand your perfect will for our life and fulfill the dream you have placed in our hearts. Friends, as we are all bowing down our head and prayed, I want to ask some of you here, if you are not Christians, if you never know Jesus, if you feel you are far from Him, I want you to know God has a great purpose for your life and wonderful plan for you. But the problem is, we all have a sin. We all have messed up at some point in life. But God, in His grace, sent His Son, Jesus Christ, come to us and die for us on the cross. As Jesus died, He took on Himself the penalty for our sin. And then He extended His grace to all of us here today. Forgiveness for your past. New life for you now. Hope for your future, an eternal life with God in heaven. So if that is you, if you feel you are far from Him, if you never know Him, I would love to invite you to pray a very simple prayer by following me. I will pray out loud, but all you need to do is pray this prayer in your heart. This prayer will invite Jesus to come into your life, to be your Lord and your Savior, to connect with God, to knock on the right door for your future. Now let's pray. Dear God, today I surrender my life to you. I turn away from my old life and turn to you. I know I'm a sinner. And I know, Jesus, you died for me. I choose from today to live for you and follow you. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my life. Lead me and guide me. I pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. Friends, if you just prayed that prayer, congratulations. Your life will never be the same again. I would like to invite you to take one more step of faith. Please grab the connect card at the back of the seat in front of you. Put down your name and tick the box, I committed, or I recommitted my life to Jesus Christ. Because we are the people who committed to walk with you on this journey. This journey is not designed for you to walk alone. You need supportive people like us to be around you, 
to work with you together. Okay, God bless you. Now I'm handing the microphone to our MC, Jamie.